0: Hello, and welcome to this week's Asia Business Network e Challenge. This is David Clive Price. Last week, we talked about the secrets of business negotiations, especially in China. And this week, we're looking at another challenge in the series. How to overcome fear of doing business in Asia. Despite the huge opportunities for expanding business in Asia, it sometimes seems that fear is taking companies out of the game even before they get started. I was talking to a CEO recently at a European business summit and he said that he felt a, quote, deep discomfort, unquote, when trying to talk business with Asian counterparts, particularly the Chinese. His fear of making the wrong move had led him to withdraw from going any further with his Asia business plans. He is not alone. A recent government survey in the UK revealed that more than 25% of UK companies cited fear and lack of knowledge as the number one obstacles to their doing business overseas. So what is going on in the minds of these CEOs and business leaders that fills them with such deep discomfort? Based on my experiences with clients, There are three major types of fear that prevent companies operating or expanding with confidence in Asia. The first type of fear is the fear of embarrassment or making mistakes in an unfamiliar business world and culture. This is perhaps the easiest kind of fear to overcome because it is based largely on social apprehension. It's a bit like learning to swim. You can't do it until you do it. And hopefully there's someone with you that you trust enough to put their arms beneath you when you sink. Only with several attempts and many gulps of water do you finally have the confidence to make that first and second stroke alone. And suddenly you're swimming. Those CEOs and executives that have succeeded in different Asia markets with strong cultural differences, almost all of them, have done so because they are willing to take the plunge. They learn as much as they can about the local culture and beliefs and apply the same system of semi-immersion in every Asia market they enter. The second type of fear is the fear of silence or miscommunication. This fear goes further than social or cultural blunders and is much less easy to solve through hit and miss. Basically, it goes to the heart of the business enterprise, The deal. Or at least that's what Westerners would regard as the heart of the matter. If the Asian counterpart does not proceed in a logical manner and give clear replies to questions of yes and no, the Western business person panics. They don't recognise impassivity or silence as part of the normal business discourse, and they don't know how to deal with business discussions where there's no clear outcome. Business in Asia often seems secondary to socialising, banqueting, talking about families and holidays, karaoke and so on. The solution to this fear is simple. You have to accept that much of Asia business is indirect, based on relationships built up over time rather than immediate, quick-game profits and on mutual trust and obligation. The final type of fear is the fear of the unknown, or of not knowing what is going on. Part of this fear is simply to do with foreign languages. Although English is spoken as a lingua franca in most, if not all, Asia capitals, it's rarely used as a first language. And even when it's used widely, your Asia counterparts will not have the same inflections and beliefs and attitudes underlying their English as you do. Moreover, they will often speak in their own language even when you are present. Unless you are a polymath or skilled in a local language, it is easy to feel on the outside of these discussions and to be unsure of what is happening or being said. This feeling is compounded when combined with the two previous fears, especially if you don't have a trusted local team that can advise and interpret the local language and culture for you. So this week's intercultural challenge is clear. I invite you to adopt the mindset that helps me a lot in Asia of trusting yourself to the locals, not fighting or ignoring the culture I'd love to hear from you if you have tips or comments about doing business in Asia. You can leave them at my blog, www.davycliveprice.com forward slash blog. And of course, please subscribe if you want more on-the-ground intel just like this. All you have to do is add yourself to the subscription box on www.davycliveprice.com. And you can also subscribe to this Asia Business Network podcast on iTunes.